Hello and welcome back to the Next Step Help podcast. Today we're going to be talking about how to get out of a rut. The first thing we need to do is define what a rut is. So Sam, what is a rut? All right, so you're on your grind, you're on your self-improvement and you have a day and it's not a break, it's different to a break, right? You have a day where you are meant to do shit or you've, you've had a couple days where you're meant to do shit and you, there's just some stuff you haven't done. Like you haven't been able to get up early for a couple of days in a row. You've accidentally fallen into playing video games when you're not meant to for a couple of days in a row. Uh, maybe you got like sick, but not like sick, sick. Like you had like a cold or something uh, I like I have now. And um, you just can't, you just for some reason, you just not been able to push yourself to do anything productive. You're like, oh, I've got a cold. Your brain's tricking you. And um, it, it's that for like a couple of days or a week um, when you're in a rut, it's just, just you've gone down, but it's temporary. The point of a rut is that it's temporary. If it's permanent, then you've just kind of regressed, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, the, the way to make it temporary is to get out of it. Yeah, and... Um, 100%. And I think I think it's something that is quite common in you know self help journeys, and it's it's the fact that we we're humans and life is is fluid and stuff's going to come up, stuff's going to happen. So it's very difficult to change yourself into a machine that can just plow through anything. And of course, you know, I want to say that's the ideal thing, but it sort of isn't. Isn't in some respects, yeah. it's helpful to be able to, you know, <clears throat> whatever's coming up, flying at you, to be able to push through and that sort of thing. And not get too bogged down but but you know life happens stuff happens you've got to you know <clears throat> be able to handle new things that come up mm. and this can be an example of a rut yeah yes. exactly and jack what, what are some of the causes of a rut uh so a rut is it's effectively you giving giving an excuse to yourself in in a respect so for me i know this isn't like 100 percent true because you could be like physically you know like you break your leg and it's like oh well uh, you're just making an excuse not to go to the gym mm. but <clears throat> it's the sort of thing which is like something comes up and you you listen to the weaker bit of your mind effectively mm. that goes oh, it's fine, you know, you create this excuse, you, you baby yourself with the lizard brain that goes, oh, no, 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 no. you don't need to do that, you're, and, you're injured. And what that does is, just is it's the same way that good habits set up <laughs> momentum and make them easier to do. Though, you know, you get do one bad habit, and then suddenly your mind is like, oh, well, we didn't do that earlier, so why have we got to do this now? And you just get that, that snowball. And a rut is like a temporary version of that, that <clears> snowball <throat> effect, right? Um, yeah. Also, things that cause a rut, alcohol, massively. I drank way too much on Friday night this last week. And actually, when you're listening to this, it'll be like three months ago because we're filming these in advance. That's a little behind the scenes for you. But um, one day I drank way too much. And um, the next day I had a break day scheduled, luckily. But I literally, for the first 12 hours of the day, I couldn't raise my head. That made me go in a bit of a rut because it was like, okay, kind of. I still did stuff that day. That's the best part because of because of the self improvement. But I mean, alcohol is a great example of getting in a rut because you feel so bad that you kind of trick your mind into thinking you're sick, even though you made yourself sick for pleasure. Yes, and that's a difference. And this, is, 
this is definitely something that we we need to talk about so there are things you can do to decrease the likelihood of going into a rut in the first place mm. so depending on like what you do with your time what activities you do you can increase or decrease the likelihood of a rut forming mm. and like being trapped in it and i think there's a good rule you need to remember which is from matt diabella which is the two-day rule which is for any habit there's there's life's gonna happen you know stuff's gonna come up and if you're trying to build a habit or i just say this with like maintaining habits anyway it's you're you're allowed to take a break day you know mm. one day off so theoretically you'd be able to take 15 break days in a month mm. the the caveat and the key bit is you're not allowed to have two like break days next to each other because then the habit effectively is like oh well uh, it's starting to like mm. not be be maintained or formed in your brain mm. so you have to do it every you know other day and of course this can cause you know an excuse to oh, i'll just do it tomorrow and then that can like build so you need to <clears throat> make sure that you do it every other day or ideally you know every day until something comes up and then you don't do it that day because mm. you're doing something else but then the now day you, you hop back in well also i agree with you there but i do think people should schedule breaks i know we mm. actually disagree with on this a little bit um mm. I, I like to have a day off in the week that I can look forward to. If I'm having a shit week and there's no like end in sight, there's no like pit stop, that's just I'm just gonna get burnt out and stop doing shit and then I'm gonna get in a rut. Like that is another cause of a rut is burnout. Um mm. and so I wonder what do you think about that? Do you think that like we should schedule breaks because it could give us burnout? Or do you think you should just work, work, work until Because the pro the problem I have with, with what you just said is if you work 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 that's a song in it um if you <laughs> if you like work all the time and then when you feel like having a day off you're like oh well i've I've earned it because i've worked all the time you see you see my problem with that because it suddenly becomes um a less logical thing and you're just listening to like oh i feel bad i need a day off oh it's okay because jack from the next step podcast said that you know what i mean like like yeah, and I, i'm just wondering yeah. if you want to change your mind there or, or if you can if, if, if you want to back it up well, for me, it's it's not really the idea that like, oh, you, you wake up and you just work, you know, from daylight till from sun sunrise to sunset. Mm. It's you have a set a block of period where you do work, and I don't think you should view the weekends as different to the week, okay? Because you should you should create your days in such a way where you look forward to it. And mm. for me, I did this by having a purpose which I'm driven towards, where everything else, which is you know like the the sort of 95% of people think is, you know, fun. I'm happy to sacrifice to do this thing. Hmm. But with that, I don't go into my days and just have, you know, work and then purpose. I do fill it with enjoyable things. And Jordan Peterson says, this is how you effectively make a routine that, like, works for you. Hmm. You, you create it that's in there that you enjoy doing. But the rule is that you need, like, you need to not end the day in a worse state than you started the day so you know some of that will be cleaning and chores and stuff like that but for me i do you know most of my my day is with you know work and purpose but the thing is i enjoy it i've set the mindset which, which is this is something that i really look forward to doing mm. and the last three hours of my day i have social interaction so i eat dinner with some of my mates mm. and then we'll do instant gratification so we'll you know play pool jokes and all that sort of stuff and for me, that's like a mini break in the day. Mm. So with that, it's like, this is the bit which I look forward to, or I can 
you know, I look forward to all of it, but this is like the, oh, yeah, and I get to relax, all that sort of stuff. I've done my work. It's all good. That makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's fair enough. I, I think that's a really good response because mm-hmm. it's almost like, okay, I know I've got to get up. It's almost, uh, it could be argued that it's better, right? Because you're mm-hmm. you're like, okay, mm-hmm. I need to get up in the morning. Um, but I know in the afternoon I've got something to look forward to, et cetera, et cetera. But I mean, obviously there is a problem that could arise is, okay, because you're doing instant gratification every single day, mm-hmm. um, and like you've always got that moment, there's always gonna be a time, you're, you're going from instant gratification before you go to bed, essentially, and then when you wake up, you have to go straight back to like nothing, like every single yeah. day. And I, for me, I think that is actually could cause a rut. But mm-hmm. we have different opinions. I think we should move on because we could spend hours talking about this. Yeah, um, so, but I think that that mindset is quite helpful in re- regards to a rut. So if you're in a rut, you need to, and this is an incredibly difficult thing to do, but you need to, <clears throat> you know, motivate yourself in such a way where you remember how good it feels to not be here. Mm. And remember that the, the, the self-help journey is like this. It's up, down, up, down constantly. So you're, you're going up and then, you know, stuck in a rut, you know, you're going up and all this sort of stuff. Mm. And it's very difficult to pull yourself out of a rut. And it, it, it takes a lot of motivation and discipline and, and drive to do it, I think. Mm. But there are, there are things that you can do. So you can educate yourself on, you know, how good it felt when you were, you know, out of it. You can set small challenges. So this is something that I'd say. So if you're in a rut, you know, don't go, you know, you've got you've got this massive routine that you usually do mm. and you 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 jumped in a rut where you're not doing any of it. You can't then the next day go, Right, well I guess I'm doing everything, you know, on my on my schedule. Yeah. So you need to you need to baby steps your way back up through doing, you know say you've got an hour of meditation that you usually do, you know, when you're in flow. So I'm stuck in a rut, I'm gonna say to myself, all I have to do is turn up and for 10 minutes, I'm going to sit there and try and meditate. That's all you yeah. have to do. And then over, you know, the next few days, when you're building that momentum from doing the task successfully, uh, you, you can then build it back up. You've got the momentum, you've got the drive, and then, you know, you can you can slot back into your, your bigger thing. Yeah. When I when I had COVID at Christmas, Obviously, I was I wasn't even taking showers, which is kind of gross. But I literally was locked in my room, so I couldn't, right? And so, like when it came time to leave, I just I, I was like, I don't want to do a cold shower because I was so sick, and my mind was playing tricks on me. And I was like, okay, no, I have to do that because if I don't, then I'm a fucking pussy, right? So I was like, listen, Sam, all you got to do is do five seconds for me. Just try it for five seconds. If you don't like it, you can get out. It was like, bang, one minute, just done. Like, and, and, and that's something Goggins talks about. Um, big David Goggins. Big because he's bloody big in my heart. Um, <laughs> he uh, talks about tricking your brain. So when he goes for a 10-mile run every morning, he just he tricks his brain. He thinks like, oh, I can just do four miles and, and be fine. And then by the time he gets to four miles, he's like, his brain's like, nah, it's chill. Just, just carry on. It's just whatever. Just yeah. carry on. Just keep going. The point where you're, you've got the inertia from. So you, there's a lot of inertia before you start doing an activity. But that's when your brain puts up resistance, tries mm. to create excuses. And there's a good habit which Mel Robbins talks about, which is the five second rule. So you're, you're thinking, oh, I don't want to get out of bed. You say five, four, three, two, one, and then you get out of bed. 
yeah you interrupt your brain's thought pattern of mm. putting up resistance and david's blaine i want to say the, the famous musician no magician magic man magician not musician close, <laughs> close though i never realized how close that anyway yeah, yeah, yeah. but on. he stuck himself i think underwater for 14 minutes and originally the plan was to uh create some sort of contraption where he could breathe air through his suit or whatever in turn like the people who who would who he went to try and make this they literally said it would be easier if you just you know practice to hold your breath for 14 minutes and the way he did it so he was face down in this water and his mind's telling him like you know it's too much too much too much and he he literally just says okay i'm gonna do 10 more seconds and then when that uh, 10 minutes seconds he goes i'm gonna do 10 more seconds that's and good so on and so on and so on and it relates back to david goggins so he says there's a 40 percent rule which is mm. when your mind is telling you to stop you're only 40% of the like way through how much you could give. So if you're in the gym and you're, you know, you know, you're complaining, you think like, Oh, I can't do any more. My arms hurt or whatever. Theoretically you can do twice as much and then a half again, 2.5 more times mm. the effort you can give. And it's, it's something that only comes with sort of practice and emotional understanding of the, event through trial and error and it's something that is hilarious once you start to think about it because our brains are sort of created to save as much energy as possible yeah because because we might get in a fight with a lion although i don't know about you jab i've never gone in a fight with a lion so i should probably use that excess energy instead of just having it about so um in in relation to a rut what you what that tells us what you just said, which is really, really interesting, is that like, so a rut isn't a physical thing. You're not like, oh, I'm in a rut. I can't move. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, like you'll be in a rut. You'll probably lie in bed a lot. You'll think, oh, or you'll think you're sick and you're actually like not that sick. If you are sick, we got to make a whole podcast on that because it turns out that's actually quite a big topic we've found. Um, yeah. But if you're pretending to be sick or if you're like, I'm tired my muscles hurt (laughs) then you're gonna feel like it's a physical thing but it's not we've just found out that's completely mindset orientated 100% most things in our our lives are actually mindset and so the practical mindset steps would be as you said to start small trick your brain into doing sorry I got a bit of a cold myself and yet here I am filming a podcast not in a rut let's go um and so the practical steps are going to be to say to yourself, all right, listen, I know I'm, no, I'm not where I'm meant to be at night now, but that's okay. You know, be positive. I'm going to do micro versions of the habits I normally do. Say like normally you read for an hour. You're going to be like, listen, I'm just going to read for 10 minutes because I'd rather read for 10 minutes than not at all. Say normally you run like, you run like 10K, but like, I'm just going to run 1K. Because, like, let's be honest, running 10k every day is a bit weird anyway. That's my, You might break your knees. I, no, actually, that's not what Goggins would say. Run 11k. Anyway, um, you know, that, that, that kind of mindset will quickly get you out of a rut. Because you'll realize, okay, this isn't actually that hard. 100%. And, you know, 10 minutes a day is infinitely better than the person who does no minutes a day. Exactly, mente. 100%. Me and there's, there's another thing you can do, which, which could be quite helpful just in general, not in terms of a rut but you you create two pictures of yourself so two self images and one of them 
is, you know, what would happen if you listened to that lizard brain going, ah, oh, lay in bed longer, you know, it's fine. Hmm. Where would your life be in, you know, say five, ten years if you followed effectively the path of least resistance, you know, filling your days up with instant gratification? And write that out as vividly as you can. And, you know, in as much depth, how are your relationships with your family? How is your body? How is all and, this sort of stuff? And use pictures of your past self as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So where you were. And then on the other one, you know, create the image of like your ideal self where would you be if you were able to do all of these things and then when you're down in that rut you can look over this picture and you see do i want to be you know mr mr wimp rut man who you know puts himself in a rut voluntarily or do i want to be this guy do i want to be adonis you know my ideal self Mm. and then through that you go okay so what would my ideal self actually do in this situation Mm. and then you just go and do it and it's hard Mm. it's hard it truly is because you know our, our physical biology, the thing that we're in, this body says like, nah, you know. Yeah. Exactly. I've been and- in so many ruts on on, on this journey, like like so many, um, and and you- what? Go on, go on, go on. Well, no, I was just saying, like like you go in so many ruts, and you just realise it's kind of like it. I don't want to say it's inevitable, but like it's not about kind of being like oh my god i'm gonna be like you don't want to be self-defeating you don't want to be like okay i'm really productive now but if i stay this productive i'm gonna crash and burn don't be scared of getting in a rut okay because you know if you're scared of getting a rut in a rut then i don't trust yourself i don't trust your skills at self-improvement i don't trust that because all you're relying on is momentum and as soon as adversity hits you as soon as it's hard to get as soon as you hit with a bit of failure as soon as you let yourself down once you can't then go okay well i guess i'm done that's ruts will build up your mindset the only thing more difficult than continuously doing this thing with momentum is fucking it up especially if you're on nofap and stuff right it's fucking it up badly and then being like listen i'm still going for my goal i'm still working because so many people in this world so many fucking guys in this world like something happens to them like they'll get like 90 percent in, in, in a subject like over and over again they'll get one like 40 percent grade I'm like, I guess I'm done with, I, this just isn't my subject. And it pisses me off, man, because I used to be like that. I used to be like that all the fucking time. I, my, my, myself was so in, like, entwined with exterior things like failure that if I failed at something, I was like, well, I guess I'm just not good at that. And I, I just felt shit. Mm-hmm. Failure is better in some cases than constant success. As we talked about, go and check out our episode on failure. It slaps. Yeah. And I think that you can look at this sort of idea as a framework in the same regards to meditation. So when you're meditating, the the aim is to recognize that you've started thinking about something and to bring yourself back to, you know, whatever you're doing, the breath, a mantra or something like that. So you can look at this with sort of the the cause to a rut. So like, oh, I'm back in a rut. How do I get out of this? Mm. And that's a repetition. And the more you do it, like the quicker it is to get out of a rut. Yeah. the less like deep you are sat in a rut and over time part of me thinks that you could you know not completely avoid a rut but literally just be in it for like a day and then jump out the other side yeah go, oh, okay well, or, or literally be in it for like two hours like like say yeah, you're just in your yeah. like actually and then this has happened to me before when i was really 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 well no no like right now as well like, i remember last week I, I was watching youtube for like half an hour and i was watching some like i don't even remember what i was watching but 
Like, it was like a fucking Pokemon video or something, right? And uh, I remember quite enjoying it. No, no, no disrespect to Pokemon, but it was midday and I was meant to be working. So I was watching it and I kind of just like looked at myself and I was like, I, I shouldn't be doing this. And I was like, okay. And then I just went and did work. And I suppose yeah, that yeah. is the same mindset because I've been in so many ruts and gotten out of so many ruts. Like I've grown that like self-awareness. And med- Why is meditation so good? It doesn't even make sense. It literally fixes like half the problems in self-improvement. It is the most key. If you're not meditating and you listen to this podcast, we might as well call this the fucking meditate podcast. Like it's literally the answer to so many things. It's so exciting for something that is so boring. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we're definitely going to have an episode on meditation. I don't even know if we should, because every episode's on meditation in the end. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, ironically, it'll be more effective for your self-improvement journey to stop listening to this and meditate for the time it would take. Don't say but that. Don't, don't that say that. Don't, no, shut up. <laughs> don't say that. What kind of, well, you're doing marketing at uni. Did they teach you that at marketing no, university? Know, this is this is the, the sad part of the self-improvement industry, which mm. is... It's growing every year because more and more people are sat in it. Yes. And we've invested all this money and there are very simple solutions, but nobody nobody can monetize meditation because all you do is you sit there and you count your breath. You know, you can do retreats, but yeah. there's no real way of... of the solution is so simple and so accessible well, to everyone. You don't really... Yeah. You can't really charge off it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's that's a that's a tangent. We'll talk about the capitalistic effects of meditation, and 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 and, and, and how it regards wider politics. I mean, what that would be a mad episode, but I think we're done here. We're going off topic. I think we're done. Anything you want to add before we finish? Uh, do you feel? No, I mean I can answer this myself. There's never really going to be a phrase in your life where you're able to not be in a rut. And a rut, yeah. I mean, like Sam said, can be just two hours of you know you. You're a bit low. You're like no, no, no. But there are there are key factors which you should focus on. So make sure that you're getting enough sleep, doing some exercise, and eating well, because that could solve, you know, quite a lot of your your problems. And I think if you're hungry, then you're more likely to you know be susceptible to the effects and the thoughts and the lizard mm. brain going. Oh, you know, yeah, it's fine. You're hungry. You're tired. You know, yeah. I hate everything. Blah blah blah. Mm. You get your bases covered. So eat nutritious food you know, get enough sleep and exercise daily, all of that, you know, to a decent level. Then from there, I think already that's going to fix, you know, most of your ruts. Yeah. And from there, you know, it's it's just the other stuff that happens in life. Yeah. And through this process, through the mindset and the, and the tips of finding ways out of it, yeah, it's just something that happens. And, and like, like we said, I'm sure everyone gets in a rut now and again. Yeah. hundred percent. I don't think it's, it's, the the fluidity of life i think it, it would be ignorant to say that no one gets in a run and like somebody could avoid yeah exactly and building off that so what i want to say final remark mm-hmm. this is going to be my attempt at a very very dramatic quote to end it on okay so just drum roll can i Ooh. sam can you edit a drum roll in post i'm not going to do that um Thank you. That's very good. I don't see that. Sam, don't worry. Jack's got it. It's cool. Um, right. So we're going to. Um, I've forgotten it now. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Okay. So, so, okay. If, if what separates the weak men from the strong men on self improvement isn't 
the stuff you do. Okay, the stuff you do is going to be difficult. But, you know, you build momentum, you build momentum. That's like, eventually, it'll be easy for everyone, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What separates people is everyone's here. They go, oh, I can't do that. Sorry, listeners. (laughs) So everyone's at the start at self-improvement and like at life like everyone's gonna want to try and improve and everyone's doing like interesting stuff at the start of their life when they're kids and stuff they go da, 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 da. and then everyone fails and they're like mm-hmm. and then the difference is the people who go fuck that that sucked never doing that again and then there are people who are like fuck that sucked i don't i'm just gonna take like and, and then they're like they, they they go back to where everyone else went they went i'm never doing that again and then they're like but actually i'm better than that and then they move forward and they've built that mental toughness there. And now they're actually even better than they were before because they're working harder. They've got less fear and they're not scared of failure. Okay. So listen, if you're in a rut right now, I want you to one, realize this is part of the journey Two, realize this is a massive turning point. This is where you make a decision. Are you going back to be one of those freaking, what is it? Normie scrubs who watch freaking uh, the news for fun. Like, oh my God, I'm not even going to get started on that. Or are you going to carry on going? You're going to meditate. You're going to you're gonna take it slow, like we said. But eventually, by this time next week, you're going to be flying again, back in your main routine. That is your choice. We've given you the steps today. Um, mm-hmm. The choice is yours. Thank you, everybody, yeah. for listening. If you want one-to-one, personalized, affordable coaching, check out our website, nextstephelp.net. Yes. Thank you very much for listening.